Yo, what's up, guys? We're back. Uh, another uh, day, just a crazy day, packing for Vegas. So, uh, you know, how to run in here and record these videos because I'm a man of the people and this is what I do. I put away all my packing shit and come focus on this for you so that you can continue to smash showdown. Uh, I had a good showdown sweat today. Um, you know, I was up in the top 10. I haven't even looked. I've been uh, prepping for this video and I haven't even looked. But I once I got to fifth and I saw I could move up, I quit watching. But it was probably, I probably finished around 10th, I would guess. So another top 10 for me. I think this is my third main GPP top 10 in the last four weeks. I've just been like, you know, like you see those golfers and they're starting to round into form. You're like, oh shit, if they ever just put it together for one week, they're going to win. So, like, I feel the wind coming up. I'm going to take down a main event uh, showdown GPP. It's coming up. Hopefully at the Open Championship because you know they'll have some fat fucking prizes there. And that's the one you want to spike for, like, 100K. Maybe it'll even be more than that. So, if you don't know, I am the Degenerate 75. I am a high-limit PGA DFS player who has now somehow become a savant at sports betting also. If you don't know, my prize picks for the last two days, I went 9 for 9 yesterday and I went 6 of 7 today with my picks. Um, you know, when you're doing a parlay and you can do those flex plays, that's like printing money. So if you have a state that legalizes prize picks, you need to come check out my prize pick videos because all I'm doing is using the same uh, data and analysis when I make these uh, showdown picks that I'm using at price picks and i'm telling you it's kind of fun because we can cheer together we're not really each other's competition we can all win you know by just playing some greens and regulations because they lay some lazy numbers which is pretty nice so if you don't know we do this called the showdown hoedown every friday and saturday night friday night is round three tonight saturday night we're doing round four round four always has the biggest edge because people are dumbasses and overplay position points and we love that here so we're going to really try to take advantage of that we're going to look at the weather we're going to uh, project some ownership we're going to talk about people that are great bounce back candidates we're going to kind of do it all to give us an edge if you're not much of a youtube guy and you're finding me well you can always go check me out on pod our pod's starting to get a little bit bigger go over there and leave me a five-star review on apple review and put your twitter hand and I'll put you in a big ass drawing. You see this big ass wheel here? Every Wednesday we do like three or four winners off this. You get to go make a Millie Maker ticket with me. So go do that. At the same time, to get into that, all you got to do is go leave a comment in this video saying who is the one guy you're definitely playing tomorrow with your Twitter handle. And then go like and retweet on Twitter and you get all kinds of names on this drawing. And I'll probably pick four winners because I'll be in Vegas. Lastly, you want to know that we do the Wednesday stream for week long. And next week's a big tournament, the Scottish Open. We will be doing it. And I won't even be in town. I'll be a, I'll be a fucking motherfucker Las Vegas and I'm still going to do one live from my room. So if I'm taking all this equipment to record a video, you better be there, which I believe will be, I'll, I'll tweet out the time. I don't even know. It's like two time zones away. I can't do, I, I can't handle these time zones right now, but just plan on being there Wednesday night. I'm going to ask you a lot of tough questions. You got to answer them. That's how it's going to be. Uh, let's see, pod form reliable. And then most importantly, please hear me on this. We're up to like 960 some odd subscribers. I get to win an obscene amount of money from two buddies when I get to a thousand and I leave for Las Vegas in like what, uh, 17 hours. I'd really like to just be there. So can you just go sub one time for me? Go find one person to sub for me. Let's get up to a thousand tonight so I can spike the football and take my gangster roll of money to Las Vegas and basically have a free roll in Las Vegas. Can you do that for me? I appreciate you. You guys are awesome. Uh, I know I'm winning you a lot of money because uh, the, the, I'm getting all kinds of blown up on Twitter right now with people sending me screenshots. So I know it was a good day. Usually when my picks do well, um, you know, the people that watch the show do well. And I had a very good day at Showdown. All right. We're not going to dick around any longer. We're going to get going. We're trying to take these down, uh, the, the, the timing of these. The first thing I want to look at is the 
uh, uh, the the contest selection for tomorrow. There are much better contests tomorrow. The contest selection today really sucked. It was basically like you played the fifteen dollar, or you weren't going to play anything with a big prize, and it sucked because they did that stupid thirty three percent goes to first place. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. So tomorrow, at least they got the two hundred thousand, and I imagine fifty thousand to first. Yeah, so that's a little bit better. Um, still don't love it. Uh, you know, if I was playing $500 tomorrow with me traveling, I'm probably only going to do like $500 in showdown. Um, I'm probably just going to throw one or two into the 555 tomorrow. I really like when it's a hundred thousand and they only give 20,000 to first. See how flat that payout structure is. First is 20, second is 15, third is 10. I love that. But most importantly for a lot of you guys, if you want to do mass multi-enter, you want to put 20, 30 lineups in, but you don't want to spend 500 bucks, go check out the $8 tomorrow. It's back. 10,000 to first. You can't beat it. You still got your $100 single entries, which are always a great investment. You got your $5 single entry, and then you have your $1.20 max. So there's all kinds of different, uh, you know, contests you can play in. Do what's best for you. Do, you know, look at your budget and determine how much you have and how much you're willing to play and be comfortable losing because it's GPPs. Please hear me on this. You're going to fucking lose 75 to 80% of the time at GPPs. That's just how it is. I mean, that's how many people get paid out. Even today when I had, I think I had three or four lineups in the the top 100 i had a lineup in the top 10 yes i won a little bit today but like when you're entering a whole bunch of lineups if you don't get one up in the top 10 it's hard to even pay for all of those lineups so you got to remember that and uh don't get caught up in other people's success um that's just not the way to do it just focus on what you're comfortable with if you're comfortable doing 20 dollars, then i'd really encourage you to do like the five dollar single entry or the 20 uh max one dollar that's what i'd tell you Okay, uh, I got some exciting. What's the first thing we chat, guys? What is it? Come on. Hey, and I better get a thousand fucking views on this. The views were down yesterday. I'm so tired of you bedwetters being like, it's the John Deere. I'm just going to take the week off. We don't do that. These are the best weeks out there. These are the biggest edges because, like, you know, the the, the players suck. And when the players suck, if you put a little time and effort into finding them, you're going to do better. I can already tell you, everybody's going to play the three names they've heard of tomorrow. So let's just not play them and hope shit breaks our way. So let's go check the first thing we always check. It's weather and kind of exciting. I, I got a little bit of a narrative for you tomorrow. Oh man, what just happened? It just updated. Damn it. Oh man. See, it looked more like Monday. See how Monday looks nice and windy and sustained. That's what tomorrow was looking like. It looked like it was going to be pretty damn. Like this was all up in the twenties and they had sustained winds of like 12 to 13. It looked like almost exactly what it looked like Thursday. Let's go see if uh, Willie weather also updated. Cause this is really catching me off guard. Uh, Sunday, yeah, now they've only got to get into nine. Just a minute ago, both of these had it at over 12. You mother... This is a this is a weather conspiracy. They're getting together, and they're having a weather conspiracy. Oh, yeah, now even the weather channel's in on the... Yeah, no, we only said 10. Motherfucker, I just saw 13. Don't play with me. All right, so I came in here with this whole narrative about what I wanted to do, and now I'm just going to have to adjust on the fly. Good thing I'm a professional at this. So tomorrow, the wind is... It's. I mean, tomorrow morning, if you can get some guys that are going to chase... This is a whole new narrative. This is not what I came in planning on saying. But now that I see this, if you're out on the course before 1 o'clock, you're going to have soft greens. You're going to have a little bit of dew. You're going to be able to stick it in those greens. They're not going to bounce, and you are going to have no wind. There is going to be some guys lighting this course up tomorrow morning furthermore they are going to be pin stocking in the morning because like they're not going to really care you know what i mean like what's the difference in pay between t58 and t33 they're not going to worry about bogeys they're going to be firing at flags 
So because of that, uh, I guess I'm actually a lot more interested in chasers, which is going to be weird because all the guys I already had started to talk to you about were not exactly way down there chasers, but now we're going to have to go look at some guys live on the video here because it's now looking like at most, you know, it'll get a little dry and crusty in the afternoon with some light winds, but like people are going to score all day, which is not what I was thinking. I was thinking it was going to be like Thursday. So all my pre-work I did here, thanks a lot for nothing. All right, so let's check this out. I, I, by the way, here don't don't get caught up looking at these salaries here. I have it on weekend here on Fantasy National because you know they still don't have round four up. I'm sure they I'm sure they have a world class excuse for it, but I don't want to hear it. It's not up, so we're just using this. So these prices will be similar, but not exactly to what it is. So if you're like, hey, Denny McCarthy's not ten five, it's because I'm using weekend, dude. All right, chill out. We just it's it's more just talking about the guys and who we need to play. As always, the first thing we want to look at. I think is who played well and who played poorly today. Uh, we're actually going to sort by position. I'm looking for guys that just kind of spun their wheels today because that's naturally going to make them less owned. Like I think JT Poston actually kind of spinning his wheels today with so many people attacking. I think this is one of the few times you actually consider playing the leader. I could see JT Poston running away with this thing tomorrow. Am I telling you to do that? No, I don't tell you who to play and who not to play. I'm just saying this is the one time I will ever consider playing the leader. That's it. That's like the only time I, I normally say don't play him. But I think a lot of that ownership is going to go to Scott Stallings. People are going to say, oh, he's going to track him down. He's only three back. He plays so good today. And, you know, like I just hate playing guys coming off great rounds. Bo Hogue. I mean, he's going to be 15 or 20 percent owned being in sixth place coming off of a great round. That is just horrific. That is a horrific play. If you think Bo Hogue can go out there and dominate this course two days in a row, you don't know Bo. So. Uh, you know, I, I'm really trying to stay away from Callum Taren. He looked great today. I mean, he really kind of didn't finish strong on the back nine, but man, he scored well. He was under control uh, and being in the top five at that price tag, he's going to be chalky. Those are guys I'm avoiding. So as always, I would tell you to go right here to T8 or better and pick no more than two of these guys. Whoever you think is going to win or whoever's going to do well up here, do it. And the reason I tell you to do that is that it's going to get you off so much ownership that you really not even consider anybody else in your lineup because you're going to be off so many chalky guys just by fading uh, McCarthy or Griot or Stallings or Hogue or uh, whoever it is, uh, Matthias Schwab, Bezaten, who whoever it is you decide not to play, all of those guys are going to come in at huge ownership because people want those imaginary fake fucking position points. So there you go. Just pick two. And you don't even have to pick two. You could pick one. You could pick zero. I'm just imploring you to not pick more than two because that automatically gets you off so much of the chalk. Furthermore, I would be thinking about guys that are going to be chasing, which is weird because this was not my narrative uh, 10 minutes ago when I was running through the show in my head, but now I'm a lot more warmer to it. I was going to tell you to really, you know, when the weather was going to be tough, don't go searching too far down the board, but now uh, screw that. Everybody's in play because as you saw today, they can get 70 and 80 point rounds. There's eight birdies out there. There's birdie streaks. There's bogey free rounds. They can light this course on fire, uh, especially if they go out in the morning in soft conditions. There's really only about four holes that you can even get in trouble on on this course. That's why I just keep uh, playing greens and regulations over on prize picks because like, you know, like they worst case scenario, you have 30 feet for birdie like almost every single hole. So it's just, it's a very easy, gettable course. And with that, you know, like I want a guy that's ball striking and I want a guy that, uh, you know, if they roll in some putts are going to have a huge round, especially in the soft conditions and especially not having the pressure that JT Poston and uh, Denny McCarthy and Emiliano Grillo, three guys that don't have a bunch of wins. They're going to be feeling, oh, Scott Stallings too, who guys who have competed before, but don't have a great track record of finishing. They're go there's going to be weight on them. And I'm sure one of those four will rise to the occasion and do well tomorrow uh, and probably will win this tournament. Odds are one of those four will win. I would just encourage you to, you know, they could win the tournament and still not be in the optimal lineup. So just something to consider. Uh, guys that played well today. 
uh, Bo Hogue, Michael Thompson, Scott Stallings, Tigala, Kadira, Lauer, Taryn, Stanley. Who called that guy? Who called him? Hey, guy over there. Who called? I called him. 1% owned. And you didn't watch this show yesterday, you mother father. I said, blame. I said, I don't even know who this guy is, but I like him. He is a ball striking SOB. And he did not. He was min price. I think he got 60 points today. Uh, just an absolute smash play. Um, I only played him in like 25% of my lineups, but that was, you know, I had him in the right one with fucking loser Patrick Rogers. I would have won that GPP today if I didn't try to mush that motherfucker. Okay, I digress. So uh, those guys, you know, they're all going to come in at an ownership premium. I'm not sure I want to pay that. That's a question you're going to have to ask for yourself. Uh, I was going to tell you to go look at round one and go kind of look at some guys that were ball striking there, but forget it. Now we're just going to just, we're just going to look strictly at today. I want to see guys I think tomorrow is now going to play a lot like uh, today did. And because of that, I want to see guys who gave it away around the green. If you don't know why, then you need to go back and watch my 17 other videos. This is my favorite thing to look at. Uh, If I had to say one guy that I think is just the best play tomorrow, and I shouldn't say this because I'm definitely playing him. One guy I'm definitely playing tomorrow, CT Pan. Why? Uh, He was popular today, which I knew he would be because he was coming off of a good round. Everyone's like, oh, he's coming off a good round. I got to play him. Okay, you go eat the CT Pan chalk. So now everybody's going to be mad that he he let them down in their showdown lineups today. And at 7,800, he is a tremendous bounce back candidate. And he actually played average to the course today. It just appeared as though he didn't have a great round because he gave it all the way around the greens that is something that is so easy to adjust in a single round if he's just hitting greens and regulations tomorrow so ct pan very sneaky play tomorrow probably the one guy i'm definitely playing uh by the way let me just go ahead and do this right now so i don't forget the one guy i'm definitely not playing tomorrow even though he was really good to me today and had you know was teasing me that he was going to win me 50 grand for a few minutes was scott stallings there you go i just always forget to do that at the end of my own damn videos uh other guys that's really sucked around the greens today alex smalley was ball striking terrible around the greens uh bazayton who is traditionally a really good player around the greens that's why i have him starred because if he's ball striking and he's giving away around the greens i'm in on that uh, let's see who else we got. Charles Howe the third gave it away around the greens. Party Marty Laird gave it away around the greens. Uh, Cam Davis, man, Cam Davis is another like just like p- potential smash play tomorrow. Right there in tenth place, he's going to be chasing, and at ninety two hundred, you can't just go cram him into any lineup. So. Those are some guys to look at. The other thing I want to look at is who was killing it on approach today. Of course, loser Patrick Rogers uh, was uh, killing it on approach today, but he didn't make many of them. I could tell you. Am I going to play him again tomorrow? Yes, I'm going to play him. I'm going to play him every time he's donkey chalk just to ruin his career. That's how I roll. I'm petty. I'll be the first to admit it. It's happening. I'm playing him again tomorrow. Michael Thompson was unbelievable on approach today, but coming off of such a huge round, I don't know if I want to play that ownership premium. Actually, I know I don't, so uh, see you bye. But he could be a good pick. Remember, if there's ever a tournament where guys can put together two great rounds, it's a slapdick tournament like the John Deere. However, go look at the guys that did well Friday that were chalky today. Goddard up, CT Pan, guys like that. They just could not match that magic they had Friday. And I told you that. And they were all really highly owned. So why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Like, And a tournament... Tomorrow, where everybody's going to have tons of opportunities at birdies, don't go eat ownership premiums. Don't do it. This is a this is the perfect tournament to not eat ownership. This isn't the U.S. Open where like you know you need to play the better guys because they're going to be able to survive a really tough course. This is John Deere, man. Everybody's going to tear this course up tomorrow. Uh, Chesson Hadley, man, I'm telling you, I, I, I was on him today. I, I touted him last night. He did well. His approach is great. He's ball striking. Yes, he's not great around the greens or putting, but that's not his thing. He just figures it out for one round. He's a guy that wins you a GPP. Uh, Peter Malnati, 
you got to check him out. I like that he's going off early. I like that price tag. No one's going to be on him, and he had a sneaky, sneaky good round, good on approach. you got to check that out. CT Pan, Grayson Sig uh, was awesome today, but didn't kill it overall. Justin Lauer was great on approach today, but he had a great round. I don't want to pay that ownership premium. Uh, Sadoshi Kadaira, I liked him today, played a lot of him, and he had a great round. So that makes me a little weary of playing him. I'm not telling you who to play. I'm telling you these are guys you should go look at. Guys, uh, let's see. So we got approach around the greens. Uh, let's go look at all rounds and let's just see who's ball striking. See if there's anybody we're forgetting here. Uh, maybe that's uh, further down there. Once again, if you're like, hey, why aren't you prepared? I didn't know your stuff. Well, mother father, I just got thrown a fastball with the weather. Now, now I'm thinking it's going to be a birdie fest tomorrow. I was all excited about like, ooh, we're going we're gonna to zig and zag and it's going to be tough and everybody thinks it's going to be easy. No, it's going to be easy if that weather, that wind stays like that. Uh, Aaron Baddeley, uh, I you know he started to warm up at the back nine today. He was kind of disappointing for us. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Fabian Gomez. All right, he's been ball striking a little bit this week. There's an absolute freaking punt for you. Great ball striking this week. Terrible putting. Sounds like Fabian Gomez. Uh, ooh, Seth Reeves ball striking this week. Okay, uh, these are just some different things to look at. I'm not going to tell you who to play, who not to play. But what I will do is go look at some round three scores and let's go see who are some guys who have been scoring well on round threes over the last, let's say, 12 holes or, or uh, yeah, their last 12 uh, rounds. Uh, JT Poston has been the best round four score of everybody in this tournament. I, I got to tell you, I, I'm not a big fan of playing the leader, but I normally I say they'll come in at 50%. I bet JT Poston only comes in at about 40%, which is still outrageous, but at least it kind of makes sense. This one, it's still donkey chalk in my opinion, but I understand this donkey chalk. It's almost eh chalk. Um, other guys that typically score well, Scott Stallings. Yeah, saw that coming. Uh, let's see. Who's somebody cheap here? Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder's just kind of been teasing me all week and just not putting it together. Chris Goddard is an amazing bounce back candidate. Uh, everybody be like, I played him today and he sucks. I thought he was supposed to be good. Okay, anytime somebody's saying that, play him. Uh, Hubbard, he, uh, is a great round four score. Adam Long is a great round four score. These are guys over their last 12, you know, they're all picking up at least, uh, what one, a half a stroke or more, uh, in their round four scoring over their last 12, which is, you know, the relevant rounds that we want to look at. So there's a lot of stuff to look at there. I've already told you who's going to be the chalk. The chalk's going to be the guys up top, Poston, Stallings, McCarthy, Grio, uh, Bez, They'll all be highly owned. These guys in the top 10 are going to be highly owned. Basically, if you want to just fade the chalk, fade the guys in the top 10 and just count on your guys getting a shit ton of birdies, moving up the leaderboard and getting some position points. And these guys at the top just kind of spinning their wheels and shooting a 70 or a 69 and just not being able to get into any of the uh, optimals. Although, I'll be the first to admit, Denny McCarthy and JT Poston both seem like they played about as poorly as they could play today, and they were still pretty good. So, um, you know, if you're going to pick your, you know, I say pick two guys out of that T8 or higher range. If it's Poston or McCarthy, you won't catch no shit from me. But just don't make sure, just make sure it's not Poston and McCarthy and Stallings and Hogue and Bez. I mean, that's just stupid. That's just stupid. You ain't going to win. So don't do it. And if you're, if you're like, I'm making a cash lineup, well, then you're probably watching the wrong fucking show because we're talking about GPPs here. Uh, I already gave you my one guy I'm definitely playing is CT Pan. The one guy I'm definitely not playing is Scott Stallings, even though he was very, very good to me today. Oh, I guess the other guy I'm definitely playing is Patrick Rogers because I'm going to destroy his career. I'm going to destroy his career. It's happening. Uh, all right. I think that's it. Did I keep it under 20 minutes for the first time ever? Almost. Hey, go subscribe for me. Go get your mom to subscribe. Go get your brother to subscribe. I'm like 37 away. I want that money tonight. Uh, I'm about to go record my prize pick show. As soon as they put out lines, you should check that out. We've legit been printing money. I mean, like 
crazy amounts of money. I've won more money on price picks this week than I've won on uh, DraftKings. And you saw today that I, I mean, I, I, last I looked, I was winning a few grand. I don't know if that's still the case. I doubt it because it looked like somebody made a birdie to McCarthy or somebody made a birdie coming home. All right, I'll shut the fuck up now. Thank you guys for coming by. Don't forget Wednesday night, live stream week long. We're going to be talking about the Scottish Open and I'm doing it from Las Vegas. So you better be there. You better have questions. You better go retweet this. You better go like my video. Leave a comment telling me who is the one guy you're definitely playing tomorrow and then go win a millionaire maker ticket with me on this big ass wheel. All right, guys, we will see you Wednesday. Actually, I better see you tonight, but we'll also see you Wednesday. Hope you enjoy my outro.